Theory. Welcome to a Smashing Theory, the Super Smash Bros. Switch Prediction Podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. And hey, everybody. We're back for episode three. Yeah. Thanks for coming back to you a surprising number of people that have listened to the first two episodes. Yes, we always appreciate surprises, and (laughs) you have been, in fact, surprising. Uh, So for you newcomers, uh, Smashing Theory is a podcast where we talk about Smash 5 and we predict what's going to be in it. The roster, the stages, the items, the music, all that fun stuff. We tackle different franchises in every episode. This time, we're talking about the Mario spinoff franchises, and by that we mean the franchises in Smash Bros. that used to be part of Mario and then sort of branched out. So we got the Donkey Kong franchise, we got the Yoshi franchise, and we got the Wario franchise. And we're going to be delving into each of those and looking at their at their history within Smash and what their future could be like. I hope that... In the case of all of them, it's a good future. Well, <laughs> let's let's get started. Okay. <laughs> okay, so first up, uh, we got the Donkey Kong franchise. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. One thing I really like about the Donkey Kong franchise is the story of how Donkey Kong got his name, where they were just, like, looking for English words that meant, like, strong and they were like, oh, donkeys are strong. <laughs> I guess we'll name him Donkey Kong. <laughs> and and Kong, because King Gorilla. King Kong, yeah. Right, yeah. And uh, Universal sued them for that, and, uh, <laughs> and Nintendo actually won that lawsuit. Woo! Yeah, good for them. Get him! <laughs> Get that shit! So let's talk about, about Donkey Kong. So as, as usual, we're going to start with the characters from Donkey Kong that have already been in Smash. Right. So first is obviously DK. All uh, right. Donkey Kong. He's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. He's finally back. To kick some tail. DK. Hey, that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> it's an off rhyme. Yeah, yeah, yeah it okay. works. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, Donkey Kong. Um, he's very, very, very clearly back in. Yeah. He's a member of the original 12, for starters, the first 12 characters that were in Smash 64. I also think he had a silhouette in the uh, trailer. Yeah, you could see a signature cowlick sort right. of on the, on the left side of the screen. Or the ahoge, if you're a cultured person. Is culture the right word? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just Donkey Kong having a hoge. I don't think. I I don't think Donkey Kong is not an anime protagonist. I also think he maybe he predates the hoge. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think if, any, I, if anything, yeah. he's the hoge daddy. <laughs> Donkey Kong is the is the. Hoge precursor. He's he's uh, right. He's the missing link between Elroy Jetson and uh, I don't know anime characters who have a hoge's uh, Makoto from Danganronpa. Sure, yeah. Uh, well, we're off to a good fucking start. Yeah, we're really staying on topic this time. This won't be hell to edit later. <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely in, and he's he's got a pretty. Pretty iconic moveset at this point. You yeah. know, his his big muscly spinning arms, got the ground pound. <laughs> I like the way you described that. Yeah. Really paying attention to those big muscly arms. I mean, how can you not? That's fair. Uh, they are they're they're large. <laughs> uh you know, you can you can pick up opponents and carry them off the stage and die with them, which is always <laughs> great. 
Um, as long as you're dying with them. You yeah. Know? If it was just being able to do a cappy thing, then <laughs> then I don't know about that. Um, he's got that wind-up punch. I think all of that can kind of stay. I think Donkey Kong's kind of a character that doesn't need to be changed, even though he never seems to be very good, like, competitively. <laughs> right. There's nothing about his moveset that, like, offends me. You yeah. Know? It all feels very Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, so that's fine. Yeah. Definitely coming back. And then we got Diddy Kong, who was introduced in Brawl. Right. And, and has been inexplicably top tier ever since. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's fast. He, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's it's explicable. It's <laughs> you could definitely explain why he's top tier. I just I wouldn't have you know when Diddy Kong got announced, I wouldn't have said to myself, "Oh, I'm going to get sick of him later." But, <laughs> but I sure have them peels, <laughs> them bananas. Woo! So. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's got a moveset that also I think will be relatively unchanged, but yeah. maybe slightly nerfed. I think he already got nerfed like during fours, like, right? And I think he was still really good after yeah, that. Yeah, but not like quite top tier anymore. Mm-hmm. I think he'll definitely be back. He's a very iconic, important character in yeah. the Donkey Kong franchise, and I think people like him a lot. I think he was kind of a a fan favorite when he when he came into Brawl. He's an entertaining guy, a little, little that little man. He, yeah, uh, you know. It's fun to watch him gamble about the battlefield. Yeah. Less fun to get d- destroyed by him repeatedly, but, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> and in the nearly 20 years of Smash Bros., that's that's it. Those are the only two <laughs> playable characters from the Donkey Kong franchise, Donkey and Diddy. Well, you know, that's... Uh, I'm, I'm a Donkey Kong fan. I have enjoyed <laughs> the Donkey Kong games. I would say that most Donkey Kong character designs don't scream to me, include me in Smash, you know? <laughs> like, uh, I, I can't really blame them for uh, limiting the representation from that franchise. Uh, I'm kind of on the same page, but 90% of our listeners disagree with us. So. <laughs> As we've learned during this past week. <laughs> so let's let's uh, let's talk about that, because first, uh, we would usually talk about assist trophies here right. that have been in the game and their potential to be promoted to playable characters. Yep. But there have been no Donkey Kong assist trophies in the history of Smash. That's really sad, actually. Yeah, right? That I would like to see rectified somehow yes. uh, in, in Smash 5. And, and I think it will. I think there's a lot of... Uh, potential for assist trophies that we'll talk about in a sec because I think some of some of the new character discussion we'll be having could maybe right. be better fits for assist trophies. Okay. But before we talk about potential brand new characters, there is the issue of Smash 4 costumes for Mii Fighters. Mm-hmm. So that did get some Donkey Kong representation. The Brawler me can wear a King K. Rule costume. Aha! We've gotten a lot of a lot of suggestions and and requests for potential characters to talk about. Nearly everyone that mentioned Donkey Kong said that King K. Rule had to be in the game. Our our friend uh, Deku Star on Twitter actually just messaged King K. Rule, fight me. King K. Rule, <laughs> message King K. Rule is a character. Fight me in all caps. Uh, and generally, a lot of people seem to be really excited about King K. Rule. What do you think about that, Sean? You know, when I think of iconic Donkey Kong Country 1 through 3 moments, none of them involve King K. Rule. <laughs> um, except maybe in, like, Diddy Kong's quest when you can do, like, the optional boss version of him that's just, like, a bullet hell cannon fight. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I um, I guess I've just... I never in my youth really latched on to King K. Rule as a character that I liked or enjoyed very much. He's not in the games very much. 
you just kind of fight him at the end with the exception of DK 64, which had cutscenes for some dumb reason. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, I, and he hasn't been imported in a Donkey Kong game since Donkey Kong 64, right? Which was many, many years ago at this point. Yes. Now I wouldn't be upset if King K Rule were in yeah. the game. I'd be interested <laughs> to see, you know, what the smash team would do with him in terms of moves, in terms of move sets and things like that. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't really see that one happening myself. What do you think about that, Daniel? <laughs> so, King K. Rool is very interesting, because the more I think about King K. Rool, the more he makes sense as a character, hmm, actually. Okay. So, for starters, Sakurai has a few patterns okay. when he adds batches of characters to each new roster. He likes to be able to include... at l- Like, he likes to be able to include a villain or two sure. every time. You know, you got Bowser Jr. last game, mm-hmm. you got King DDD, the the game before that i legitimately and completely forgot that king ddd was a smash character until you said that just now (laughs) so thank you for reminding me you're you're welcome we're we're uh we're very good at this podcast yes please go on (laughs) and on top of that Sakurai generally doesn't include a lot of characters with a mostly western appeal or fan base Mm -hmm. and and you can sort of sense that he doesn't uh care too much particularly about nintendo properties that are developed in the west right however he's sort of aware of that so he tries to throw at least one or two bones to western audiences per game okay like you got little mac Mm -hmm. uh in smash 4 that was kind of the western bone uh (laughs) that's that's a weird that's a weird (laughs) sentence i just said like you know, Little Mac has a mostly Western fan base, and they brought right. They brought him over for four, and Diddy Kong was the bone we got thrown in Brawl. Okay, and and you know, there's there's generally at least a couple more characters with Western appeal. Whenever, like Zero Suit Samus, I think was sort of a Western appeal character. Sure. Metroid is generally more of a Western appeal franchise. Mm-hmm. So you think this time King K. Rule might not in fact be a crocodile; he might be a bone. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh... So you basically you think that this time King K. Rule might be how Sakurai appeases the Western Smash audience. I think there's a chance that could happen. Okay. There's also the fact that he would be a new heavyweight character to add to the game. Sure. Uh, the heaviest character that got added to Smash 4 uh-huh. was technically Charizard as his own character. Oh, right. But the newest new, like the, the heaviest new, new, new character was Bowser Jr. in his, <laughs> in his clown car. Right. I feel like if he wants to add a new, like, really heavy character, like like Bowser heavy, mm-hmm. uh, King K. Rool could be a good candidate. Okay. And he has a lot of moveset potential. That's true. He's, uh, he is, he's worn many disguises and used many different uh, techniques. Exactly. In, in he's, done, he's done a lot of wacky shit in every game he's been <laughs> in. So there's je- there's definitely a lot of stuff you can pull from. He can do jetpack for his up B. Right. And... So we talked last episode about how I sort of gauge a lot of these characters, which is relevance, popularity, and moveset potential. Right. So we or just... RPM, as we uh, <laughs> like to call it. We do not like to call it that. We I like I know to call if... it that now. I don't know if I want to make that a thing. The RPM triangle <laughs> of Smashing Fury. So we, we just mentioned that he kind of has the popularity, right? He at least has a very, very vocal 
fan base. Right. I think that fan base is smaller than it <laughs> right. sounds. Yeah, it can be tough to gauge the size of yeah. the fan base, but it certainly is a loud fan base. Yeah, I, I think... I we, think the... we love you guys. We love you King K. Rule loving guys. <laughs> yeah, it's completely I... fine for you to love King K. Rule. Yeah, I, I think the... F- I feel like the fan base is a small but vocal fan base. Right. We He's got that moveset potential we just mentioned. And relevance is really his weakest point. Mm-hmm. The most important, the most important King K. Rool has been in the last fifteen years is as a Smash Four costume, <laughs> right? And one could argue that maybe Sakurai decided to make him a Smash Four costume because he wanted to include him in the game and, like, sure. you know, ran out of time or space. All that said, I don't think he's going to be in the game. Okay. All that said, I just have kind of a gut feeling that King K. Rool won't make the cut. That we will get some. Some characters with Western appeal uh-huh. in this game, and even some characters that are designed by Western developers. Okay. But I don't think it's going to be K. Rule. Okay. However, I think Sakurai is aware of that small vocal fan base, so I think he'll, he'll sort of get some nods in the mm-hmm. game. And I think one thing that would make a lot of sense for King K. Rool is to show up as a boss in... Ooh, uh, okay. In whatever... Whatever like story mode type situation we have. Yeah, if if we get a story mode type situation with a boss, and because it's fun, we've just been assuming that, that that's sure. the case. I think he'd be a great boss character, or or he could even be an assist trophy. So oh just like, yeah. yeah, that just crocodiles around the stage. <laughs> Is he a crocodile or an alligator? I feel I feel I, like they're all supposed to be crocodiles, like right? Because creme... I think one of them is named like Croco or something, right? Like... Maybe. Um, I, I don't know. The sort of the sort of K sound that all these guys have. Right. I think it's supposed to invoke crocodiles. Okay. Alligators would be weird. Yeah, I guess if his name was like, if he was an alligator, I guess his name would be like Archbishop A. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be a playable character in Smash. Fuck yes, I, that would be my main. <laughs> He's just an alligator dressed as the Pope. Oh, Nintendo would not exist today if they had done that. <laughs> Or at least Rare wouldn't. Yeah. Rare barely exists as it is. Well, that's not true. Yeah, see if these was all right. Yeah. I had fun with that. Um, so what other Donkey Kong uh, characters might we be talking about uh, today? So, uh, yeah, that's that's like the, the characters that have had major representation. Right. Uh, now we can get into new character discussion. I think ultimately Donkey Kong has like some potential. Mm-hmm. In in the new characters section, but but the likelihood of these characters actually being playable is is another discussion. So yeah. so first character I want to discuss is actually sort of what I think would be a really left field character and really like uh, kind of unexpected, and therefore I think there is like a small chance that we'll see something like this because just no one's thinking about that character and Sakurai likes to surprise people. Uh-huh. That he do. Stanley the Bugman from Donkey Kong 3. <laughs> the original Donkey Kong 3 from right, the now, NES. Yeah, now this is like NES and arcade? Arcade, also, yeah. yeah. Arcade first, actually, yeah. Right. And Donkey Kong 3 was a game in which Mario slash Jumpman did not even appear, and it just it basically has nothing to do with the other <laughs> Donkey Kong games. Donkey Kong has invaded a greenhouse for some reason, and... Stanley the Bugman, the protagonist of this game, has like a, a bug spray thing, and he uses it to spray Donkey Kong until Donkey Kong puts his head in a bee's nest, and uh, <laughs> that game was so stupid. It was so stupid, nobody remembers it, and just, 
Stanley the Bugman being a character where he uses like his his gas gun and he like throws bees and I think would catch a lot of people off guard. He can be sort of a It certainly would catch a lot of people yeah, off guard. He could be sort of an unexpected retro character. We'll be talking about retro characters a lot in future episodes because every game has has a character that Sakurai sort of brought back from Nintendo's vast archives. Right. But they all tend to have like their own icons and represent their own franchises. Stanley the Bugman would be a Donkey Kong representative because he comes from a Donkey Kong game. So I feel like that sort of lessens his chances, like the mm-hmm. the fact that he'll be like sort of less distinct. He'll stand like less on his own. That would I make guess. the people who want other Kongs in the game so <laughs> mad. If yeah. like they're like, oh my god, it's gonna be a Donkey Kong character, and then fucking it's like Stanley the Bugman sprays into battle. <laughs> <laughs> The salt would just be unbelievable. <laughs> They'd all stick their heads in beehives. <laughs> and then it turns out he's, like, really good. Stanley the Bugman bugs the competition. <laughs> Stanley the Bugman bugs the fan base of Smash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't think he's that likely. Okay. I I think other retro characters are more likely than Stanley, and we'll talk about them in a future episode. Fair enough. Up next, Funky Kong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Funky Kong, he's... Well, you know, uh, to, to jump back to the RPM triangle, um, he does have relevance. He was in the latest Donkey Kong game to be released. Or rather, he will be, that's or, right. Oh, yeah. that's right, yeah. Yeah. Uh... He's, he's so relevant, he's relevant in the future. <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, first of all, had him as, like, the shop owner right. in the game itself. And then the Switch port adds him as a playable character, where he's basically easy mode. Yeah. He can ride on his surfboard to basically not have to deal with spikes or or any floor hazards. And I think there's something else about him that just makes the game easier. Funky Kong is the character where, like, your six-year-old is like, oh, I want to play Donkey Kong, and they don't understand how hard it is. Yeah. So you're like, sure, here, you can play Donkey Kong, and you pick Funky Kong for him. Yeah. Yeah, I I think Funky Kong also has like fun moveset potential. That surfboard mm-hmm. would be great in several of his moves. Popularity, I think people like Funky Kong, uh-huh. but I think even all those things combined, I think there's better choices for a playable character. Okay, and I uh, I don't think he's gonna be in. All right, Cranky Kong, uh, basically is is sort of the same like relevance and and you know, and importance level as, as Funky Kong. He's playable in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Right. He uses his cane to basically be Scrooge McDuck from DuckTales. Right, right. And that that would be really funny. Uh, <laughs> that would be really funny. I think that would also make a lot of people mad if we got Cranky Kong instead of King K. Rule. Yes. But, yeah, I, I don't think it's actually that likely. I was saying to Daniel before we started recording this that I think Cranky Kong would make a great assist trophy. Yes. If he just like showed up and covered the screen by complaining. Yes. Um, the basically. old the old Rossetti assist trophy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just kind of another version of that. Yeah, I think that'd be fantastic. And I think he would make like a good assist trophy, even if I don't know. Even if he just like sat in his rocking chair and like held out like a banana. That oh, that'd be cute. Eat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's here's actually out of everyone we've talked about including King K. Rool, here's actually who I think would be the most likely character addition to represent Donkey Kong. Dixie Kong. Okay. So I think Dixie Kong has a couple of legs up on King K. Rool. The first is that she would be a playable female character. Right. Important. Yeah. Which Sakurai likes to mix in to every cast. She does have moveset potential, although to be honest, probably a little less than King K. Rool. Yeah. Uh, 
but you know, be all hair stuff. Yeah, a bunch of hair stuff, which I think they could make really cool. She could have like hair command grabs. And, oh, like, true. Yeah, I um, do love a good grappler. Yeah, and you know, she she does have she does some stuff in Donkey Kong sixty four that could like be put into her move set, sort of like how Diddy Kong has Donkey Kong sixty four in his right. Uh, stuff in his moveset. Which makes sense, because otherwise, what would Diddy Kong do? He'd just be like small Donkey Kong. Yeah. You kind of need the jetpack and the peanut guns uh, to make him work. And, you know, she, she definitely has more relevance mm-hmm. than King K. Rule. She was playable in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, and she's adorable. Like, uh, when whenever you enter a stage with Dixie Kong on Donkey Kong's back, <laughs> and they both just, like, scream. Uh, <laughs> yes, that is great. Yeah, Don Kong's sort of like, you know, he, he just does like the wee, right? But Dixie just screams. She's like, ah! And, and like, I love it. I love her little scream. No, I think that I think that she's a great character, and uh, I would definitely would not say no to Dixie Kong representation in the game. Yeah, at present, Diddy kind of cosplays Dixie Kong a bit. He has a color scheme that's okay. that sort of makes his fur about Dixie's shade. Okay, and uh, and you know, the shirt becomes pink. Yeah, he sort of has a Dixie color scheme. I think she'd be cool as her own character, but I'm not going to predict her either. Okay. <laughs> because, yeah, ultimately, I I think Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong are sort of the most important characters in the whole franchise. Yeah. And I think, I just think Sakurai, like, I feel like Sakurai doesn't care too much about the rare made characters in the Donkey Kong franchise. Yeah. I I think that even Diddy was sort of just like a reluctant bone right. uh, thrown. I gotta stop saying bone. <laughs> bone? I <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine reference. Uh, <laughs> Woo! Great show. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but if you, hey, Jake Peralta, yeah. what's his actual name? If Andy Samberg Andy wants to Sandberg. call us, uh, we will... We will take that. Get on up in here, Andy. You can talk Smash with us. <laughs> I don't know if you like that game or not or play video games. I, I feel like if Andy Samberg was into video games, he'd be a Smash fan. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I just feel like Donkey Kong is one of those franchises that Sakurai doesn't pay enough attention to to really add new full characters. That makes Although sense. Although he does like to, you know, make nods to a lot of elements from Donkey Kong. Uh, country yeah so so yeah i don't think we'll get new character representation from donkey kong although i think they deserve new character representation i think yeah. it would be great to see king k Rool or dixie or whoever else as a new playable character i i just feel in my gut that it's not going to happen and my gut was what told me that robin from firewood would be playable <laughs> it's what told me the duck hunt dog was going to be in there so i trust my gut well your gut must not be full of bananas <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> you might change your mind. Ook, ook. So we're moving on from characters. Yeah, okay, that's fine. We're moving on from characters, and uh, generally we'd move to bosses here. Uh-huh. Characters that have been bosses in past Smash games, which there have been no Donkey Kong-related bosses right. in past Smash games. Not in Adventure Mode or Subspace Emissary or whatever. And potential new bosses, and we just discussed that King K. Rool would be a great boss character. I don't know, any other... Characters you could see from the Donkey Kong uh, library that could be like a cool, a cool boss. Um, I mean, potentially I could see him pulling uh, something from Returns or Tropical Freeze. Yeah, um, one of those big old penguins or whatever. Yeah, or like the the like hypnotic Bongo characters. Oh yeah, oh, those. There's <laughs> the the enemies in the new Donkey Kong Country games. I I haven't. Uh, they're just not very 
uh, memorable. Or yeah, I, I like the tropical freeze cast better. I like yes, that they kind I of went with, with like the Norse theme, and they have penguins and stuff. That's cool. I agree. I still don't. I mean, I didn't beat either of those games because they're punishing. Um, yeah, and I super just hard. I just didn't uh, have the patience. But I do appreciate the character designs in two in particular. I just can't think of any of the bosses in that game that you know might be included in Smash. Yeah, I agree with that. So we'll move on to stages. First, I want to start with a correction. Last episode, I said that throughout Smash history, stages will only really show up in a maximum of two games. Mm-hmm. I was super wrong about that. That was true for Mario, ah. which is what I was you know, researching for that episode. And I completely forgotten that for a lot of other franchises, some stages have shown up as many as three times already Okay, uh, in, in Smash. So I want to say real quick that out of the stages we discussed last time, I think Luigi's Mansion would actually be like a dead ringer to come back. Cool. Really good stage. You yes, know? I would definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but talking about Donkey Kong stages and their representation in the past, we've got we've got six stages for, right. from the Donkey Kong franchise. <laughs> I I think it's also funny to mention that uh, our Mario episode last time had like 19 stages. Uh, the three franchises we're talking about this episode... All of their stages combined, that number is still smaller than the Mario representation. Sounds about right. Uh, also, all the characters combined is still smaller than the Mario representation. It's a me, Mario. I have more characters on the stages than anyone else. Ha ha, you suck. Woohoo! Waha! Hoo! Okay, let's keep going. Donkey Kong stage is. <laughs> <laughs> So, first up is we have Congo Jungle from uh, Super Smash Bros. 64. Right. Uh, In 64, it was spelled with a C. uh, Congo with a C. And it was, uh, you know, sort of this, this, like, wooden, like, stage with a couple, like, platforms. And there was, like, a a Donkey Kong barrel sort of, like, spinning underneath the stage. Yeah. That has shown up in three games. That's shown up in 64. Uh, Melee and Smash 4 for the Wii U. Okay. In those last two games, they changed the C to a K. Yeah, so it's it's Congo Jungle with a K. And yeah, that, that stage has shown up a lot, so I don't think it'll really be coming back yep. for uh, for 5. That would be fine. Yeah, then, uh, then there's Congo Jungle from Melee, which is a different Congo Jungle <laughs> than the Congo Jungle from 64. But also spelled with a K. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, also spelled with a K. Um, so like, so the first Congo Jungle was in 64 in Melee, but in Melee it was called Congo Jungle 64, and then there was just Congo Jungle. Okay, right, right, right. The Melee version of Congo Jungle was, it took place like outside, you know, like Uh there was like a waterfall in the background and there were those like wooden platforms. Okay, right, Uh, Well, not not, not like wooden, but like logs, those platforms made out of logs, Uh right? Uh, and there was like one like big one on the bottom, and then like two tiers of like smaller ones like above it. Right, um, right. Yeah, there was that stage. Uh, you know that, and that stage looked kind of cool. I, I think like I think that has potential to return as like a past stage. I'd be okay especially with that. since especially since melee was like its only appearance. And then melee also debuted Jungle Japes, which is a very iconic Donkey yes. Kong stage. Uh, that's the one where. Uh, in Congo Jungle, the waterfall was, like, in the background. Mm-hmm. In Jungle Japes, uh, you're sort of uh, fighting above a river where a right. current is flowing to the left. 
and uh, and there's like some platforms you can stay on to make sure you don't fall in the river. And then like Cranky's house is like on a big platform in the middle, right? And that was uh, that's man. I have so many memories of Jungle Japes fighting on Jungle <laughs> Japes specifically. That's an iconic ass stage. Yeah, it's been it came back in Brawl and then it came back for the 3DS version of Four. Okay. I think if any stage is going to show up for a fucking fourth time, it could be Jungle Japes. That's cool. just I'm down know, for that. Yeah, that's that's just a stage that like everyone sort of resonates with for whatever reason. And that's that's the melee stage representation. Now in Brawl, uh, they introduced Rumble Falls, which was the sort of this uh, vertically scrolling stage. Oh yeah, where, yeah, where you, yeah, where you like keep jumping upwards vertically um, they're big on waterfalls in that franchise yeah yeah donkey kong likes waterfalls i guess <laughs> almost as much as he likes bananas but not as much as he oh likes no bananas. no it's like bananas one waterfalls two diddy kong three <laughs> <laughs> and brawl is the only game where that appeared i think it can probably stay there yeah um and then we have 75 meters the callback stage from the it's it's a replica of that stage from the original Donkey Kong, right? Uh, with like the the springs like being dropped by Donkey Kong. Definitely the most interesting of the original Donkey Kong stages, I think, in terms of design. Yeah, um, that was a neat stage. I actually played on it like a good deal, and it came back for the Wii U version of four. I wouldn't be surprised if it showed up again in five, but I'm going to say that it probably won't. Okay, yeah, I. Uh... My gut is telling me the same thing as your gut. Well, my gut has precedence. What does your gut have? My gut has tea (laughs) that I drank this morning. Black tea with a splash of milk and two teaspoons of sugar. Sean likes tea. I love tea. (laughs) So the last Donkey Kong stage in smash is jungle hijinks uh so this this stage is from donkey kong country returns right and uh like it takes place on two planes like one up front and one in the back uh-huh. and you like transfer between the two planes on the barrel i didn't like this stage yeah the depth perception was messing me up <laughs> yeah so i kind of hope it doesn't come back but it's only been in one game so it could right in terms of it, at least in terms of like stage patterns there's a chance yeah but hopefully not uh, and and that's that's all the the Donkey Kong stages that have happened. So here's some new stage potentials. So Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze has not been represented by a stage yet, right? And I think a couple cool ones that they could bring into five is Shipwreck Shore, okay, which is sort of that very like piratey theme stage with like mm-hmm. uh where you're like on the docks a lot and and there's like ships in the background and stuff. Okay. Um I think that has some cool stage potential. And there's also Windmill Hills which you know is filled with windmills and shit that could be like a scrolling stage or it could even just be a stage where like you jump on the windmills and, mm-hmm. and they they mill wind. Uh, <laughs> and uh yeah, I, I do think that we'll definitely get a tropical free stage of some kind. It's hard to say which tropical free stage will be represented, but I think one of those two have a shot. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see which one it is. Yeah, and I think it's fun to call back to the original Donkey Kong and that those old games, like in stages. He it's, has he has come very far, uh, yeah. you know, relative to his humble origins. Yeah, I think seventy five meters was a cool idea for a stage. 
So one thing I think would be kind of fun is if the first stage from Donkey Kong Jr. was just made a stage. <laughs> uh, sure. Where, like, you've got the vines that right. your character could swim between, and you got the the platforms to jump on. I, I, I think that would be compatible with Smash as a stage. Yeah, maybe, I think so. Maybe a little frustrating to fight on, but I think it's... I think it's possible, and throwing Donkey Kong Jr. in there, uh, which doesn't get represented a whole lot, mm-hmm. I think would would be cool. What about you? Any like Donkey Kong stage ideas? Uh, well, I think that there are a lot of um, iconic stages in the sort of rare catalog yeah. of Donkey Kong games, like Sticker Brush Symphony and a lot of other stages like that. One thing that I was thinking about is that I think minecarts and riding on minecarts, like Ooh. in the minecart levels, that's a really iconic part of the Donkey Kong franchise, yeah. including in Donkey Kong Returns 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, in in fact, in Donkey Kong Country Returns, um, there is a the game is sort of divided into areas, and then there's levels that take place in each area. Yeah. In Returns, there was a minecart area where like almost all of the stages were minecart <laughs> stages. So I don't necessarily know how it would work, but I would love to see a minecart level turned into a Donkey Kong stage. Uh, a minecart stage in Smash would be really cool. I agree with that. Uh, although I feel like it'll be kind of like Great Cave Offensive, where the concept <laughs> the concept is way cooler than the execution, and it's really frustrating to fight on. I think it depends on how they do it. I mean, yeah. I could see there being a stage where you're just kind of in the middle of a minecart area, and there's Kremlings minecarting back and forth oh, and yeah. avoid them. You oh, know. yeah, yeah. It doesn't cool. necessarily have to be you riding on a minecart. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. All right, I'm, I'm down for that idea. I'm cool. on board. So up next, we have Donkey Kong Items. And not nearly as many as there were Mario items in the last episode. Uh, no. Uh, we got three. The first is the hammer from the original Donkey Kong. It's been there since the original Smash Bros. You grab the hammer and you're stuck in an animation where you swing the hammer around for like 10 seconds. And anyone you hit with the hammer is very likely to be KO'd in one hit. Right. On the uh, one hand, extremely powerful. On the other hand, it leaves you kind of helpless. Yeah. If you fall off the stage, you're just gone. Yeah, a very like a risky, rewardy item that I, I think is kind of cool. And, yeah. And a fun staple of the series. In Melee, they introduce the barrel cannon as its own item, where like you throw it at someone and they get stuck in the barrel cannon and have to like launch themselves out. Wow, I forgot about that. You forgot about that because they removed it after melee as as an item. That's too uh, bad. In like from Brawl Ford, uh, the barrel cannon was no longer there, so I don't think it'll be returning for five. Right. I think it ended up being just a bit too hectic of an item. The final Donkey Kong item is the spring uh, mm-hmm. that was introduced in Brawl, the sort of spring that Donkey Kong throws in the old Donkey Kong games. Right. And you know you can the the spring old spring yeah you, you bump it out spring you're gonna get sprung <laughs> exactly yeah so i'm glad the people who have never played smash before will know exactly what you mean <laughs> as an aside if you've never played smash before and you're listening to this podcast first of all thank you second of all why <laughs> it must be so confusing but feel free to stay yes and those are all the Donkey Kong items in Smash. I think it's worth pointing out that the two items that have sort of stayed through the Smash series so far are both from the 8-bit Donkey Kong games <laughs> and not from Country. Right. They they put the barricade in there, but then they removed it. Um, I, I think it's just one of multiple signs that this development team only really gives like the bare minimum amount of attention to... Uh, these West-developed Donkey Kong games. Sure. Well, I think on that point, Sakurai is Sakurong. What new <laughs> items do you think could, could be in in Smash from the variety of Donkey Kong stuff? Hmm. 
Well... I don't know. It's tough because I don't want to suggest an item from the original trilogy of Donkey Kong Country games because we've just explained why it's mm. unlikely that they'll be included. Right. Um, I'm having trouble thinking of items from the newer games that would be worth including. My mind keeps going to really weird places, like having mm. the Kong letters appear on the stage, and if you collect them all, something happens, or right. something like that. Which, just, they've done weird shit like that before in that, Smash. That's true, I just, I don't know. I'm, my, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling that it's likely that new Donkey Kong items will appear in the latest Smash game. That's, that's okay, uh... At least one reader has got us covered, so we'll get to that in a second. Ooh. Uh, finally, we got a uh, soundtrack, right? Ooh, yeah. So, man, one thing that is indisputable is that the Donkey Kong Country games and the Donkey Kong Country Returns, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, all have excellent-ass soundtracks. Oh, yes. Um, Thank you, David Wise. Yeah. The music is so good, so there's so much that they could pull from games here. I'm really looking forward to seeing a bunch of uh, Tropical Freeze tracks just on Smash 5's, like, Donkey Kong stages. Agreed. Are there any specific, like, Donkey Kong-related tunes you want to see? If there is, in fact, a minecart stage, I would want that sinister, like, kind of six, eight-time minecart music to be there. Yeah. And I have to assume that it would be. I just think that'd be really fun to fight, too. Yeah. Yeah, same. I think Sticker Brush Symphony has had a remix for Smash already, like a really uh, good yes, one. Yes, yes it has. Yeah, so they should just bring that back. That'd be yeah, fine. That's, I'm down for that. Oh, and then uh, one more thing with regard to soundtracks is that I really appreciate the remix of the Donkey Kong for Arcades theme that was done for, I believe, Brawl. Uh, where it kind of starts off just doing the do 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 do, and then it gets really wacky. Yeah, that was I, a that was a seventy five meter stage. Yeah, yeah, I I love that, and I absolutely want that to come back. Yeah, I I agree. I think that'd be I think that coming back would be great. Uh, they could put that on the Donkey Kong Junior stage that we talked about, and I I wouldn't care. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, cool. So let's get into some Donkey Kong related listener uh, suggestions and mail and stuff. All right. So, yeah, we were kind of struggling with Donkey Kong-related items, and uh, That's a Stepladder on Reddit helps us out. Thanks, That's a Stepladder. Uh, great username, by the way. Yes. Uh, good Phoenix Wright reference. Really appreciate it. He says, a Rambi Assist trophy would be neat. He could come in a crate, and then whoever has to break it gets to ride him around the stage. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's excellent. That's such a good idea. Thanks, yeah, good, Stepladder. Yeah, good pick. I think it could work as an assist trophy. I think it could also work as just an item, like a Rambi crate appears on the stage. Or even just like Donkey Kong, like animal crates. You sure. Know? Just like drop in and you can ride them around. I think it would just probably just be Rambi. It'd be uh, funny if it was random and one of them you could get was on guard the swordfish. <laughs> and he just <laughs> he like, just hops on, on the stage. around. Yeah. The Magikarp of Donkey Kong <laughs> crates. Uh, yeah, that's... That'd be great. Thank you. That's a step ladder. Keep identifying those step ladders. <laughs> we got a <laughs> we got a piece of mail from Samuel E. Uh thanks for being our first email actually, Sam. Uh where the entire this is the entire body of the email. Funky period. Kong period. And then a picture of Funky Kong that takes up the rest <laughs> of the of the email. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> 
Uh, we did already talk about Funky Kong, but I, I wanted to read your mail because yes. we 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 appreciate you reminding us how vociferous and intense the Funky Kong fan base is. <laughs> I opened this mail at like two in the morning, and I got a good laugh out of it. So thanks, and yeah, thanks to the like the dozen of you that all said that King K. Rule should be in. There's there's a lot of you, and and I I read. All of your justifications, so I hope I did those justifications justice, even if I didn't predict them myself. Cool. So, that's that's one down. All right. Who's up next on this wild world of Smash? We're moving on to Yoshi. Yoshi! Also. <laughs> oh, that was much better. Oh, thank My, you. Mine's too low. <laughs> mine's like roided out Mega Yoshi. It's Giga Yoshi. <laughs> yes, new, new boss character. Yoshi! <laughs> <laughs> So I think Yoshi's going to be a shorter... He just eats you and then you lose. So I think Yoshi's going to be a shorter conversation in general. For starters, here's the list of Yoshi characters that have been in Smash Bros. Ooh, tell me. Yoshi. What? <laughs> that's that's it. He's He's been the only representative of the Yoshi sub-franchise in four games... And, you know, he's obviously coming back. Right. Pretty sure I saw a silhouette in yeah. that trailer. And even if, even if it's not his silhouette, he's very likely. That's also completely fair because most of the characters in Yoshi spinoffs are other Yoshis. <laughs> There's more other Yoshis than any other kind of character in those games. I mean, we're going to talk about new character uh, potential in just a sec. Yeah. Um, Yoshi, you know, he's he's got a pretty trademark moveset at this point. Uh, he throws eggs. He lays eggs. He... He is an egg that rolls around the stage. Egg. Yoshi. Egg. And I, I think it'll mostly stay that way. I yeah. appreciate that in later games, his up B sort of like, even though the, his up B is him throwing an egg, uh, in older games it was like completely useless. Like you'd throw the egg and most up B moves would give you sort of this upward momentum. Right. Would like, you know, like launch you upwards. Yoshi's up B was the only up B that didn't do that. He'd throw an egg and then fall to his doom. <laughs> Um, well, Jigglypuff is like that too, right? You just well, sing. yeah, Jigglypuff sings. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but th- those tend to be like the only characters with like use with recovery wise useless up bees. Right. Plus, Jigglypuff can like quintuple jump. So yes. I feel like that kind of makes up for it. Yeah. Yoshi's got the flutter jump, which is pretty good. Uh-huh. But I do appreciate that in later Smash games, when Yoshi throws the egg, he sort of like hops up as he does it too. That's a nice quality of life change. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Yoshi's gonna come back. I think he'll be mostly unchanged. And yeah, that's that's pretty much all I'll say about Yoshi. Assist trophies, no Yoshi related assist trophies in the history of Smash. <laughs> uh n- no Smash Four costumes for Yoshi. So we'll just jump right into new character discussion. Okay. So I think one one potential like <laughs> potential's a strong word. Uh huh. But I guess something they could do is Baby Mario is his own character. He'd technically be representing Yoshi because Yoshi's Island is the series that Baby Mario is prominent in, even though his name is friggin' Mario. Now, I have to ask you, because I'm really curious, how do you think Baby Mario would work in Smash? Because right now I'm just thinking about, like, infanticide. Just thinking about people beating the shit out of a baby until it dies. Yeah, so I didn't say I thought he was likely. (laughs) And that's a good reason I think that he isn't, like, at all, like, even close to likely. I don't know. I guess he could turn into Super Baby Mario or whatever the hell he does. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. He could cry. He could get it. He could... His up B could be him in the bubble. Oh. Yeah. 
That's really cute, actually. Yeah, like, I'd trust Sakurai to make a creative moveset if he was, like, forced at gunpoint to put Baby <laughs> Mario in the game. But this is not something we need to worry about. Something I... Th- Here's a character that I think actually has, like, a... F- a- 12% chance of actually being in the game. Okay. So I'm not officially predicting him by any means. Yep. But if uh, if he does end up in the game, I just want to like point at y'all and be like, yeah, I said this was a possibility. <laughs> um, and that's Poochie. Oh, yeah, that weird-looking dog. Yeah, yep. Uh, Yoshi's, like, dog friend. Now... I'm not seeing Poochie on any prediction list anywhere. And which, I think that's understandable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but some some of the, like, the weird characters that I see on every prediction list, uh-huh. like everyone's predicting King K. Rule. I don't think he's that likely either. Right. Um, although, like I said, he does make sense in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Poochie, I think, is just a very high tick on the relevance scale okay. right now. He was very prominent in Wool- Yoshi's Woolly World. Okay. And then the 3DS port of Yoshi's Woolly World came out, and it was called Yoshi and Poochie's Woolly World. Oh. With a bunch of Poochie stages. Oh. Where you could just exclusively play as Poochie. Now, I don't know how much moveset potential he has, but he's right. a dog. He could do cute dog stuff. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. And, His uh, down B could be sniffing to find an item. <laughs> that, that'd be cute, actually. Yoshi and Poochie's Woolly World also came out around the time that Sakurai must have been putting the roster together mm, for this game. Okay. So that's that's one reason I think he could show up, just so that Yoshi has, like, another character that represents him. And and who doesn't want to play as a dog? Yeah, sure. I, I do think that the fact that Duck Hunt already exists, mm-hmm. do, you, do we need to play as two dogs? Maybe. We have seven <laughs> sword fighters. Right, hey, why uh, not? Also, I don't know if that number's accurate at all, but we have a lot of sword fighters. Um, Maybe I I think that Poochie might have more moveset potential if they made him like yarn Poochie specifically. You know, ooh. he uses yarn in cool ways. Yeah, that's I think true. that'd be neat. That's that's a very good point. Good call, man. Thanks. But ultimately, I'm not predicting him. That's fair because he's still kind of a minor character, like in the grand scheme of things. Poochie might be important to Yoshi, but is he as important as, like, Captain Toad or, like, you know, I, I'd say no. No. Not that importance is, a, is everything, but anyway. But yeah, that's that's really all the character discussion I'm really going to have about Yoshi. Yeah, I don't think we need to have any more. Bosses. Uh, no bosses have represented Yoshi in the past. They could do the thing where Baby Bowser shows up uh, and, and is big. Oh, yeah. Um, but that, I, that is a really cool boss fight in Yoshi's Island. It's excellent, yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen either. Not me neither. So let's move on to stages. Okay. Uh, so Yoshi has had five stages, and three of them are called Yoshi's Island. <laughs> <laughs> so first we have Yoshi's Island 64, mm-hmm. which was just called Yoshi's Island in 64. Right. But I'll call it Yoshi's Island 64, so it's a little less confusing. Sure. It debuted in Smash Bros. 64. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. And uh, this was this was a stage that looked way more like Yoshi's Story than it did Yoshi's Island. Yes. Right? Like it it had, even had the the music is from Yoshi's Story specifically yeah, for that no, stage. Yeah. No idea why they even called it Yoshi's Island. But, like, it's, it, like... I like, guess Yoshi's Story takes place on Yoshi's Island, right? Yeah. I actually don't know whether or not that's true. I'm not up on my Yoshi lore. Apologies, t- Yoshi fans. It takes place on a book. That's true. But that was in 64 in Melee. I could see it coming back. Yeah, I, sure. I could see that being like a callback stage. I could even see it being like DLC or something. It's a fun little stage. Yeah. The Melee version of Yoshi's Island, uh-huh. uh, I think if I'm remembering right, looked more like a Super Mario World stage. Uh-huh. 
with like the the blocks and then the pipes. And, yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. You're um, remembering it had like the three blocks in the middle and you yeah. Could, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in Melee Brawl and the Wii U version of four. That's three games, so I don't know if we'll come back for five. It's a nice stage, though. I enjoy yeah. fighting in it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Then the stage actually called Yoshi's Story in Melee. <laughs> That sort of like double down on the whole story aesthetic. Uh-huh. And uh, that was only in Melee, so I can see that coming back. Yeah, sure. I wasn't a huge fan of Yoshi's Story as a game, nor was I a huge fan of its aesthetic, but I wouldn't yeah. be like offended if that stage came back. Yeah, that's the Melee stages. So in Brawl, we had the Yoshi's Island stage, which is the first <laughs> stage to actually have the aesthetic of the Yoshi's Island video game. Like it had those really like those pastel colors right. and like the, the the clouds with smiley faces and and it had that platform in the middle that could sort of like seesaw now that's an aesthetic i'm down for yeah no i love the way that stage looked it was uh it was in brawl and it was in the 3ds version of four i'd be okay with it coming back for five just because i like how much that stage looks yeah sure uh, it's not very remarkable like hazards or gameplay wise but, I mean, no, it's just a good-looking stage, man. I don't mm-hmm. think it will come back, but I'd, I'd it, be happy if it did. Yeah, that'd be nice. Finally, we got the Wooly World stage. It was represented in uh, the Wii version of 4. Just everything's made out of yarn. Yep. It looks it looks like it came from Yoshi's Wooly World, because I guess it did. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And actually, one fun thing is that it came out before Yoshi's Wooly World, the video game. Did. That's right. Yeah. The old Fire Emblem. Yeah, a little preview of what's to come. Yeah. But of course, now that game is several years old. Oh, that's so weird. Um, It's like two years old. Well, you know, that's that's more years than I wish I was old. <laughs> I'm so old. You, you wish you were one? No! <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to play Smash with those little baby hands? <laughs> Just like Baby Mario is going to be a character in Smash. <laughs> I, a baby, will play as him. Anyway. We'll both cry. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I think Willy World could easily return as a Smash 5 stage. Yep. So, new stages. There's that Yoshi game coming out for the Switch. It got announced last year. That's true. It's got kind of like a, a yarn plus like cardboard aesthetic this time. Uh-huh. And yeah, I could I could see a stage from that. Sure. Showing up in Smash 5. Don't know what it would be, since we don't know what the stages are in that game, yeah, but it we, could happen. Yeah, we know nothing about that game besides the fact that it exists. It could even come out after Smash, because they haven't said jack about it this whole year. Right, the, the woolly world effect, where once yeah. again, there would be a stage in it that would come out before the game came out. Yeah, like maybe they're... They did say it would come out in 2018, so maybe... Maybe that's just going to be like an early fall game or sure, something. Sure. Maybe it'll come out right before Smash. Could Who be. knows? They could delay it to 2019. Who knows? But yeah, I, I, I feel like that will be the stage representation either way. And that's all the stages. Right. So items. No items representing Yoshi specifically have shown up in Smash. I can't believe that we haven't even gotten like the fruit from Yoshi's story. You know? Yeah. Like throw a melon in there that can heal you or something. <laughs> Give me a melon. <laughs> Give me that melon. So in terms of new items, I think Poochie, who I just mentioned, would actually make a great assist trophy. I think that's absolutely true. Grab him, he walks around, pulls up an item, wags his tail, disappears. Yeah, or like he runs around like licking people or something. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, I think Poochie would be a perfect assist trophy. Probably a better fit than a playable character. I agree. Any other Yoshi item ideas? Well, you said melons. Yeah. 
yeah melons and that's it yeah <laughs> i don't know if you can tell we're not neither of us are enormous yoshi fanboys. i don't think yeah didn't like you know i've i've played each of the yoshi games except for woolly world actually right um and actually i haven't played yoshi's island ds yeah i <laughs> yeah i haven't been too attached to that sub franchise like, I like Yoshi a lot. I like Yoshi a lot as a character. Yeah, and you know, um, to all of you listeners out there who really love Yoshi, uh, more power to you. Yeah. Uh, that's completely fine with me. I'm not bothered by Yoshi in any way. It's just not a franchise that I've been super into myself. Yeah. Yeah, same. I, I think anyone who loves the Yoshi sub-franchises is valid and yeah. and should continue to love Yoshi like he was their dinosaur child. <laughs> So soundtrack, I I just think there's a lot of Yoshi's Island music that would be great because Me too. because it's got a great soundtrack. It does. It really has a better soundtrack than any of the other Yoshi games. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's unfair to say because I feel like I haven't heard like half of. I actually was listening to some Woolly World tracks the uh-huh. other day, and like some of them just have like this hard rock sound to them, and huh. like yeah, it, it seems like they really got wacky with the soundtrack. So I hope. I hope that maybe they remix some of that and like feature it in five. Okay. So since we are not as much Yoshi experts as we are our other aspects of the franchise, let's get some Yoshi mail in here. Oh yeah. Or as Yoshi would say, Yoshi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that was really Yoshi there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. <laughs> Neon Citizen Teal on Reddit says, Yarn Yoshi and Baby Mario and Baby Luigi are the only characters with a shot of becoming newcomers. The Baby Bros would be semi-clones of the Ice Climbers using the hammers from Mario and Luigi. Uh Using the hammers from Mario and Luigi partners in time, while Yarn Yoshi could use the vehicle transformation as his specials, uh, which is a cool idea. Yeah, that is really neat. And yeah, neat neat ideas in the end, Citizen Teal. I think those are both like creative moveset ideas, but I don't think they'll be in. Yeah, still uh, uncomfortable about hitting a baby. Yeah. Or, eat, or two babies. Yeah. Neither and... one nor two babies are the number of babies that I want to hit. It's it's one thing to have like the Mario franchise, right? You got Mario, Luigi, Peach, Bowser, and then like Dr. Mario shows up. Yep. I think it would be another thing for the entire Yoshi representation to be Yoshi and Yarn Yoshi, you know? <laughs> it's like just two Yoshis like next to each other. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think that's super likely, but cool ideas. Agreed. You've done about as well as you can at making compelling arguments for characters from the Yoshi franchise, so good job. <laughs> Zipper4242 on Reddit says, I personally think Kamek would make a good Yoshi edition. Oh. But the main problem is making a unique moveset. He has the shape magic, but for the rest, they'd have to make something up. Not that it hasn't been done, but it works against him. Kamek would be a cool assist trophy. Yeah, yeah. I um, could see Kamek showing up and then zapping someone and making them bigger or something. Yes, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be very cool. Like, the person who summons him, he just, like, what, does his magic on them and, and makes yeah. them bigger. Yeah, just sort of, really, a, a mega mushroom, but an assist trophy. Right. But I think that's fine. Sometimes different move effects have overlap, so I think that's fine. Cool. Yeah, thanks, you guys. Great suggestions yes more suggestions than i ever thought we could get for yoshi i'm sorry i'm roasting the yoshi franchise a lot (laughs) during this episode i've played and enjoyed yoshi games just not super compatible with smash brothers i don't think 
I don't know. I I I really enjoy Yoshi and his representation in oh, Smash. Oh yes, yeah. I like Yoshi as a character in Smash. I enjoy the Yoshi stages. It's just difficult to think of like other Yoshi characters, other Yoshi items. That's yeah. a bit of a challenge. Yeah, I feel yeah. So moving on to the final Mario spinoff on this list that I'm pretty pumped about, the Wario franchise. Wario. <laughs> <laughs> Your Wario is better than mine. Ah, do I hit? <laughs> Onions. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Daniel's a big fan of the Wario franchise. Ooh, I love it. Yes, yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I love, especially WarioWare was really when I fell in love with the whole Wario franchise. The original WarioWare has, I have multiple copies of WarioWare Mega Micro Games that are just a hundred percent complete. <laughs> I've I've hundred percent of that game more than once because I love just. Playing through all those micro games. What's your favorite WarioWare game, Daniel? Twisted. Yeah. WarioWare Twisted, hands down, is so good. And I'm so sad that the battery on that thing just tends to die. <laughs> the The gyroscope that right. comes with Twisted that you used to like. Uh, twist. Yeah, they used to like twist the Game Boy around and use in various micro games. When once you start that cartridge, you got like a couple years to play that game before the, the battery in the gyroscope just dies and you can't really play it anymore. That is such an interesting piece of gaming history because, you know, a lot of other games, you can emulate them or whatever. You can't really have the full WarioWare Twisted experience unless you have a Game Boy Advance and a copy of WarioWare Twisted. Yeah. One thing that does make me happy, although it's like a bittersweet happy, is that WarioWare Gold is coming out for the 3DS on August 3rd. And that is going to be a compilation game that has some Twisted games in it. Right. That has some Twisted uh, stuff in it. But it's not going to be all of Twisted stuff, you know? No. It's just going to be a selection. So, yeah, that's that's a shame. Yeah, so bittersweet. So let's start with Mario uh, with Wario characters. The entirety of the playable character representation for Wario is Wario right now. And he is great. He is great. Wow, God, his moveset is just... It just fits Wario so well. Yeah, really he, fun representation. Yeah, he's got the bite, he's got the motorcycle, he farts, and boy... <laughs> Boy, are the farts great. I love that the farting has, like, a mechanic behind it. Like, yeah. it could have just been a move, but yeah. instead, it's, like, variable depending on what you eat with the bite attack, right? Well, uh, the way it works is basically his fart gets better over time. The longer you wait okay. before you use the fart, the stronger it is. And if you eat stuff where you use his bite attack, the fart gets stronger faster. Just like in real life. <laughs> so, yeah, I love his fart mechanic, and I love Wario so much. He's uh, cool. There's, a, yeah. there's, I mean, even down to kind of the micro level, there's a lot of stuff I appreciate about Wario. I like his kind of jerky animations. You yeah. know, I think those are really fun. Yeah. I like how he has this kind of cartoony anatomy where he can, like, open his mouth really large yes yeah um, there's just a lot of really cool stuff about how that character was designed a yeah. lot of, clearly a labor of love yeah what great representation what new representation could there be so let's talk assist trophies he's yep. had two actually uh-huh first in brawl was cat and anna yep cat and anna i guess because it's katana that's oh yeah. that's right the ninja twins they show up on the stage and they they zip around hitting you with their swords in like a cross fashion yeah, I'm glad they're in there. That's fine. Yeah, I, you know, I think the sister of is as important as they'll ever be. And then in Smash 4, we got Ashley as an assist trophy that uses her weird magic on the stage. Mm -hmm. Now, I've actually seen a lot of demand for Ashley to be in the game as playable. Interesting. And Ashley's another character where I think 
She makes sense in a lot of ways. Definitely, like, a popular, liked character in the Wario franchise, Mm -hmm. right? Like, she's probably the most popular WarioWare character after Wario. Yeah. She sort of overshadowed poor Mona. Um, (laughs) And she has some cool moveset potential. She's got her staff that can do a bunch of different magic things. Sure. She can call her uh, her little demon friend Red out Uh and do some stuff there. For a down B, maybe she could, like, whip out a cauldron and, like... Ah, yeah. Um... And, like, dunk things into the cauldron to, like, do shit. I don't know. She could be really cool moveset-wise. She was also a a costume in Smash 4. Oh. For, uh, for the gunner, I okay. think. Yeah. You could dress up like Ashley. So I think she has all that going for her. And on top of that, she would be a female character that you could add to everything. Also good. Yeah. However, like with King K. Rule, my gut says no. Yeah. No, that's how I feel, too. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of a bummer. I would love Ashley to be in the game, but I think something about her just makes her fall just short of being, like, playable material. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. Yeah. Which is too bad, because I feel as though, like, an appearance in Smash could lead to, like, a solo game or something. You know? <laughs> That'd be um, interesting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but alas. So, Ashley covers both the assist trophy and the costume part of mm-hmm. Warrior's representation. So, let's talk about potential new characters. Sure. So Wario as a franchise covers really two spin-off franchises. It covers WarioWare right. and it covers Wario Land. Uh-huh. You know, his moveset does have some Wario Land stuff in it, like his shoulder charge. Sure. I think one cool character from Wario Land that would be great is Captain Syrup. Okay. Uh remind me of who that is. She is Wario's like rival. She's a villain in some of the Wario Land games. Oh, she's, she's like a pirate, yeah, right? She's okay, the, yes. Yeah, she's like a pirate lady. She's got a really cool design. And she has a lot of, like, cool robots that she climbs into and stuff. She's got cool moveset potential. She was a major supporting character in the most recent Wario Land game. So on that level, she kind of has relevance. Yeah. On the other hand, that Wario Land game came out, like, ten years ago. Yeah. It was a cool game. Yeah. Really weird stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, I love the way that game looked. Yes. And Captain Syrup is great. I I really like have a soft spot for her as a character. I think she would make the most sense as an assist trophy, though. Unfortunately, no, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I don't think she'll be full on playable. One character from WarioWare that this is kind of a pipe dream pick, but I think Nine Volt. <laughs> uh, Nine Volt was actually a character that I really wanted in Smash Four, although I didn't officially predict him because I knew that it was just too nuts to be to be likely. Sure. Nine Volt is this character that just loves Nintendo games in the yeah. WarioWare franchise, and all of his mini games are based off of other Nintendo games. I thought it'd been really cool to have him like show up on a skateboard and just use a bunch of different Nintendo peripherals. Yeah, the- <laughs> like uh, like the uh, N- like the NES Zapper and stuff. Sure, but then the NES Zapper became part of Duck Hunt Dog's moveset. Right, so I think I think that by itself is sort of like tanked Nine Volt's like his shtick, his likelihood. Mm-hmm. I could also just see him using items from class, like pixelated items from classic Nintendo games. Oh man, you know, that'd like be really cool. Pull out Link's sword or whatever. Yeah, I think Nine Volt would be an amazing character. I do not think he's likely at all. Me neither. Finally, I think the most likely out of these new characters we're discussing, but still not likely enough to be playable, is Mona. Okay. Um, because Mona, you know, Mona has always been one of the most important characters in Wario. Sure. He, you know, she. I think they really sort of put her at the front of a lot of WarioWare, like, marketing and and made her important. And I like her design a lot. I think she's really cool. Her games are usually really fun. Mm-hmm. Mona Pizza is a banger. 
Yes, certainly among the catchiest songs in the WarioWare soundtrack. What kind of moves do you think she would have? Because that's where I I feel a little bearish on her being included. Oh, I think she's got all kinds of moveset potential. Okay. In every WarioWare game, she has a new part-time job. Ah, I see where right? you're going with this. Uh, yeah, so like, you know, she was a pizza delivery girl in one, and she could just like ride the scooter as like her uh-huh. side B. Uh, Fling a pizza. Yeah, she was a cheerleader in one, so she could do, I don't know, throw pom-poms or some crap. Oh, her upbeat could just be her, like, jumping up to do a cheer. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, since she has a different, she's a photographer in Game & Wario. Uh-huh. Maybe she could, like, snap a picture and, like, freeze someone in place. That's cute. Yeah, she's got all kinds of moveset potential, but ultimately, I don't think playables is quite where we're going to get with her. Sure. My real dream for Mona is for her to be an assist trophy and for her to just jam out to the Mona Pizza song and force everyone except the person who summoned her to dance. That's the goal. Fantastic. The Thank Michael you. Jackson Moonwalker assist trophy. <laughs> right, exactly. That, that we that, that we've we need. always needed. Yeah, but never deserved. And now we deserve it. <laughs> Sakurai, please. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good picks. No Wario uh, bosses have really shown up in past Smash games, uh-huh. besides Wario himself kind of being one of the antagonists of uh, of Subspace Emissary. Right. But I'm not sure that really counts. I think one fun boss could be, like, the tank that Wario pilots in Game of Wario, <laughs> like the big fucking nose tank. Sure. I think that could be fun. That would be cute. Stages, this is going to be a shorter discussion than the other two franchises we've discussed, because Wario made his debut in Brawl. So he doesn't. He only has two games of history to right. work on. He had the WarioWare Ink stage in Brawl, which is one of my favorite stages. Yeah, that's a really good one because yeah, you're just you're just brawling like in like the building that representing his company, and then and then the doors in the back will open and a mini game will start that you have to like participate in. And if you do participate, you get like in game buffs, which is fun. Yes, I love that stage. It showed Me up too. in Brawl. It showed up in the 3DS version of Four. I think I'd be fine with that coming back. Yeah, me too. I think it should absolutely come back. And then in 4, they had the gamer stage from Game & Wario. This is easily among my favorite games that uh, stages that have ever been featured in smash yeah i agree completely. oh i really love it yeah um, i think it's so much fun to fight on i really hope that it comes back yeah same it's such a good stage i think i think that's like a lock to return actually i hope so it's such a good stage it would be such a shame if it was just trapped on the wii u forever yeah, yeah for sure so new potential stages, Wario Land hasn't gotten like a stage representation. Yeah, that's true. And I think there's a lot of ways they could do that. I think they could do sort of like a Game Boy aesthetic, just like have the first Wario Land game be represented. Uh-huh. I think they could have a Shake Dimension stage. Yeah, I was going to say, I would yeah. love that if it was like really trippy and colorful. You know, yeah, I think that'd and be just really like, cool. And like hand animated looking. Oh, man. That'd be awesome. And uh, I also think that Diamond City, the city where Wario uh-huh. lives in WarioWare, I think that itself could be a cool stage. Sure. Sakurai loves city stages. Yeah. Just skyscrapers in the background and various members of the WarioWare cast could sort of like show up as stage hazards. Uh-huh. Obulon could fly by in a spaceship. Mona Dribble- could ride across the street on the scooter. Dribble and Spitz could hit you with their taxi. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be great. I can't really think of any items. Yeah. No, no items have represented Wario in the past. And I don't know, onions, onions, <laughs> onions. <laughs> if I keep saying onions, it'll happen. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Daniel, you keep dreaming. Uh, I, I will dream of onions. 
soundtrack <laughs> the soundtrack is good yeah the warrior war games have consistently had a really great soundtrack altogether yeah i i think they they love putting Ashley's song in Smash games. I think that'll come back in some form. Mona Pizza, I think, will come back. Mm-hmm. Although I do have to say, I prefer the original Ashley's song to the one that they've made for Smash. Yeah, it's a little know, too high energy for Smash. I <laughs> or for for uh, for that character. I should yeah, say. I I agree. Like, man, that that song doesn't fit Ashley as a character at all, and maybe that's part of the apparent charm of it. But right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that song making me irrationally angry because. <laughs> I don't. Like th- it, I don't think it's irrational. It's a weird <laughs> departure from the original song. Anger is probably irrational. <laughs> Dis- disliking that song is fine, but I'm like, it doesn't fit Ashley's character at all. She doesn't deserve this. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, I was kind of. of I-, I could get intense about things when I was what, like, seventeen. Oh yeah. When was Brawl announced? Uh, oh no, I was. I was like twenty. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you, you were out of high school. I, I was out of high school. Yep, just twenty year old Daniel getting mad about Ashley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which could also be the name of a romantic comedy daniel thorson in mad about ashley <laughs> tonally it'd probably be pretty different from your actual feelings yeah. about that song agreed <laughs> um actually funny side note the the japanese version of smash 4 made another remix of ashley's theme that fit the original tone of the song more oh and we didn't get it in the states we, oh. we didn't even get the japanese version in the states man yeah it's weird maybe they'll they'll bring that back for for five i'd like that yeah do write that wrong uh any new warrior War tracks like i think warrior War just has a really like funky soundtrack in general that would be nice to see represented in new ways. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm having trouble thinking of specific examples, but I'm down for pretty much any WarioWare song getting stuck. Who's who's the disco guy? A Jimmy T. Yeah, some of Jimmy T's music could be pretty cool. Yeah. I'd be down for that. And some of Jimmy T's songs have vocals, so that could be, like, the next song that uh-huh. they like, poured over. Yeah. Okay, let's read some Wario mail. Okay cool that we got mail for every franchise we're talking about on this episode yeah I've, man uh thank thank you everyone for pitching in so much it amazes me to say that there are actually too many of you to read <laughs> all of your suggestions but i i read all of them and i love all of them and thank you so much keep keep sending stuff in yes absolutely wind indie on reddit says waluigi probably the number one character i see being wanted at the moment while I'm indifferent in a way personally, I would love to see him as a playable fighter. And we talked about Waluigi mm-hmm. in the last uh, in the Mario episode. Uh, but it's interesting to think about uh, if he could be represented as a Wario character instead, and how that would maybe change the way he's represented. Sure, sure. I think if he was represented as a Wario character, I think they would lean more on like his wackiness and and maybe just make up a bunch of weird cartoony shit for him uh-huh. to sort of make him fit like together with Wario better as a character. I could see that. I mean, the Smash franchise certainly has like debuted characters and just completely made up moves for them that they never had before. Falcon yeah. Punch comes to mind, yes, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Like Captain Falcon had never been outside of his vehicle prior to uh, his yeah. appearance in Smash, so... Yeah. I could definitely see them just kind of coming up with wacky stuff for uh, Waluigi to do. Yeah, although I did cover him in the, in the Mario episode, and that was deliberate specifically because Waluigi has never had a major role in a Wario-related game. He's never shown up in Wario Land. He's had a small cameo in a couple of WarioWare games, like in like literally like in a micro game or something. Right, which is weird to think about because he's clearly just 
purple stretched out Wario. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and he's like, he's canonically like Wario's best friend. Right. But I guess Wario doesn't want Waluigi to come to Diamond City. <laughs> Waluigi has been banned from Diamond City. <laughs> right, for some reason. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he got evicted from there years ago for public indecency i don't know <laughs> because he wouldn't stop playing fucking tennis <laughs> just, all night long just in the streets <laughs> so, ah, hey mario just playing some tennis <laughs> hey waluigi get out of the road you you're can... gonna die waluigi <laughs> waluigi you can't come back here anymore <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh sorry waluigi yeah that is all the Mario spinoff stuff. That ended up being more than I expected. I thought because technically there's less of everything than there was of Mario. But when you put everything together, it's like eating... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, you, you get, it, get it out. It's like... <laughs> you, I, I believe in you, man. It's you so can, stupid. Go on. It's like the difference between eating a single block of cheese and using that cheese as part of a recipe. The parts can come together to make a, gre- a greater whole. Oh man, that was that was not worth it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to wrap up with uh, with one last email uh, because someone sent in an email that was just a general question to us. Uh, that actually caught me off guard. Very pleasant surprise. So, James M. sent us this email. Hey guys, I've enjoyed your podcast. I'm excited for Smash 5 and this podcast adds to the excitement. Are there any alternate colors or skins you would like to see for characters? For clarity, I'm not talking about character alternates with different movesets like Link and Toon Link or, Mar- or Mario and Dr. Mario. I'm just talking about costume differences. I would like to see a Yarn Yoshi... I would also like Dr. Mario's black lab coat to return. Thanks, guys. Hmm. What a nice, wholesome little question. Yeah, thanks, James. So I, I think we can, like, branch out, like, in Smash in general. Are sure. there any are there any old costumes that you'd, you'd really be chomping at the Bart to see? Uh, well, this is jumping ahead a little bit, um, but I would love for there to be a Shadow the Hedgehog costume for Sonic the Hedgehog. I think that he's a popular character among Sonic fans, and it would be neat for him to have any representation at all in Smash. Yeah, I agree with that. I really love the characters in Smash that already have alternate skins, and I just think that every character should have a skin that like changes their character model somehow. I agree. I think that would be really great. Yeah. One costume I really loved in Brawl, and I think it also came back in 4, was Samus got a color that made her suit look like her fusion suit. That's cool. Her her suit in Metroid Fusion. And I think that's really cool, and I'd love to see just a bunch of different costumes like that. Smash 4 did a lot of cool stuff. They gave Mario, like, like his NES championship outfit and stuff like that. Uh Uh, They gave Lucas and Ness each, like, distinct different outfits. Uh Uh, The Animal Crossing characters' skins all look completely different from each other's. I love that Olimar just has an ALF alternate. Yeah, just stuff like that would be great. If I had to have a specific one, mm-hmm. we might end up talking about this more next episode. But we don't know what Zelda's going to look like right. in the new Smash. But whatever she looks like, I just want her to have a Skyward Sword alt. Yeah! I just want an alt that makes her look like she does in Skyward Sword, because that is the best Zelda design. Hands down. Really great Zelda in design. In the franchise. Uh, so good. 
Yeah, thank you so much for that question, James. Yes, and, we really appreciate it. And thank you, everyone, for all your mail and your suggestions. I think it it really makes this podcast that much more fun to yeah. do. Just to read everyone's input. We're, we're all just raising our hands to, to make a, a spirit ball that looks like the Smash logo. You really helped us smash this episode out of the park. Next. Mine was better than your shitty one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, why don't you vote on which which of our stupid the, sayings? The is Smash less... Pun Prediction Podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> so that is our entire dang episode. Next time, we're going to be covering the Legend of Zelda franchise Ooh, i'm pumped yeah me too that's that's gonna be a, a big one and i think that's gonna have a lot of interesting discussion yes if you have any character stage item soundtrack whatever predictions of your own for the zelda franchise you can email them to us at a smashing theory at gmail.com or you can tweet us at a smashing theory on twitter and we'll read that and we'll we'll pick our favorites and read them on the next episode and and if you have even like just questions you want to ask us mm-hmm. that aren't even about Smash, like this delightful little letter that James sent us, yeah, uh, yeah, send those. We can read one one or two of those at the end of each episode. Exactly. Yeah, you can, you can ask us about other things we think about Smash. You can ask us about our dog. His name is Ziggy. He's great. He's a good boy. He's yeah. a Shih Tzu. He's looking at us right now while we keep saying "good boy" because he's like, "Yeah, I am." Yes. yes. Oh, his, oh, his ears are perking up. Anyway, yeah, if you want to ask us questions about whatever, feel free to shoot us an email, shoot us a tweet, uh, communicate with us in whatever way is acceptable to both you and us. Yeah. And we'll look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. Also, some of you have been wondering where else you can find us on the internet. Well, we both have uh, other stuff that we've been doing. I, Daniel, have another podcast that I host with my buddy Max. It's called Play This. And it's a podcast where we recommend games to each other and then have in-depth discussions about them. We've had episodes about Monster Hunter World and Persona 5 and big games like that. But we also do smaller stuff like Pyre and Undertale and Fallout 2. I'm very proud of it. And Sean has actually guest starred on a couple of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, You can f- if you want to find both me and Sean on episodes of Play This... He shows up in both the Monster Hunter World episode and our big chunky 2017 Game of the Year podcast, which is less timely now, but I still think it's really enjoyable. I agree. Not just because I was on it, (laughs) but, you know, a little bit because I was on it. You can find Play This on playthispodcast.com, and if you go there, you'll see all the places you can find us. iTunes, Google Play, Twitter, at Play This Podcast. So do that if you feel like listening to more of us. Sean, you've got places uh, that we can find you online. I do indeed. If you're interested in being entertained, then you can go to my YouTube channel, RE underscore Chief, where I post lots of fun Let's Plays. Right now I'm doing a Let's Play of the uh, second game in the Ace Attorney Investigations Miles Edgeworth franchise, which only ever came out in Japan. So if you want to experience that, I would like to invite you to come along with me. If you are a professional and you're interested in retaining me for voiceover services, my SoundCloud page, which is soundcloud.com slash re underscore chief, features my demo reel and some other clips of performances that I've done over the years. Definitely feel free to check either or both of those out. 
I can say completely objectively that Sean is super fucking talented and you're in for a treat if you listen to any of his voice acting. Oh, you're a peach. Hop cha. <laughs> but uh but that's it for now. Uh stay tuned for, for next week and we will we will see you around. Yes, and in the meantime, as you will eagerly await our next episode, I hope that you have a smashing time. Wee! <laughs> <laughs>